is Country 104. Uh, okay, here we go. Good morning. Country mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104. You said, you know, when it comes to mechanics, when it comes to hairdressers, other th- other services like that, you, you've got a guy or you've got a girl, you've got a person you go to. Oh, I have them on first name basis. They know me first name basis. Uh, you know, there are so many things that I feel like you need, you know, a, a person for a guy, a girl. You need, you know, a spot that you just it's always your go to for certain things. And there's a lot of services out there that, you know, offer those. And, you know, a lot of people are asking the question, you know, having to, you know, self-isolate and, and kind of fend for yourself, you know, what's what would be the hardest service to find the one in? And actually, there was a survey done, and that showed that the hardest service to find and have a great one is a hairdresser or barber. I absolutely believe it. Absolutely. I will not just let anybody touch this head of hair, Kyle, and I'm pretty sure you're the same way. <laughs> I'm absolutely the same way, and I, I've, I've actually had to switch a couple of times, and it's been difficult process in, in finding A, a replacement, or B, someone, you know, to get up to that level. Not that, you know, not that, you know, like, whoever I went to beforehand wasn't great. It's just, you know, you, just, you find a rhythm with that person, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's always interesting when you do try and find a new spot and you sit down in that chair for the first time and you think, how is this going to go? And you get just a little bit nervous when you sit down in that barber chair for the first time. I sweat. Like, I'm nervous <laughs> when they go through it because I'm, I'm thinking, like, you don't want to pay, you know, a decent amount because you want to pay a decent amount to make sure you get you get good quality. But you don't want to dish that out and look afterwards and be – I've had a haircut before where I have, like, afterwards paid. Everything's, you know, I thought was fine. I go home and I notice there are, like, big missing spots. Not in terms of, like, shaved off, but, like, they've missed cutting certain parts of, like, where my hair, like, splits – And, you know, I can tell in the back. So I have actually had to finish the haircut at home on my own before. I've done that. I'm not kidding. Country 104. I think I'm going to gain the quarantine 15 just from my hair alone. Yeah, mine, uh, my hair on and on top of my my beard have definitely added a pound or two to, (laughs) to, to the weight process here. And I know a lot of people have been have been scouring and and. I've seen people cut their own hair. They make videos of themselves. They just say, screw it. They shave the whole thing off. Um, you know, I've seen I've girls do the same thing. I've seen them, you know, go. I feel like the biggest mistake, and I've just heard this. This isn't, you know, my opinion, but I've heard this from, from you know, from my girlfriend and from my sister and stuff. But you never cut your own bangs. And apparently I've seen a few people do that. Yeah, see, as as much as my hair is driving me absolutely insane right now, I don't trust myself to, well, one, the only scissors I have at my house are, you know, kitchen scissors that aren't yeah. that great, that aren't that sharp. And I, I don't think I trust myself to cut my own hair. I just think it would end terribly. Yeah, well, you know, there are barbers and whatnot out there and hair salons that have gone out of their way now, specifically across Canada, that have been offering their services virtually. So, you know, you, me, uh, and other Canadians aren't entirely on their own when it comes to chopping their own hair off. There is a, a hairstylist by the name of, oh, I'm going to botch this so hard, Fernando Mar- Marcatoni. Marcatoni? Fernando Marcatoni. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> 
Uh, he's down in Montreal, and he's been posting maintenance videos and also offering video tutorials for his clients during lockdown. I think this is such a great idea. So the way it kind of works is, you know, like you do any other FaceTime, any other Zoom call, any other Skype call, and you get on with him. And, and ideally, it would be, you know, Kyle, if you were to you know, enlist his services, it would be you and your girlfriend, Emma, calling him and you would be sitting down and ideally Emma would be the one doing the cutting. That way you're not trying to trim the back of your head while you can't see it with your arms up everywhere. Uh, but, you know, some some people have been doing it themselves. Yeah, and I, I feel like I, I wouldn't trust myself with it. I can do the back of my neck. I've perfected that. But in terms of actually like where the actual hair grows like towards like the back of my head. I don't, I don't think I have the capabilities to do that. I'm just saying that now, but maybe the teacher's so good that you wouldn't even notice. Country 104. And Oprah Winfrey without hesitation, without missing a single beat, without taking a pause. She said, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Can you blame her? <laughs> Bradley, yeah. Cooper's, Bradley Cooper would be pretty good partner. I'm not going to lie. If you, Kyle, if you could be stuck with any celebrity in quarantine, who who would it be? I was trying to think about this, and I wanted to to pick someone that w- would benefit me. You know what I mean? So okay. I, I I I went Gordon Ramsay, and oh. uh, uh, and hear me out here. So one phenomenal chef, he'd be bored out of his mind. So he'd just be cooking meals all day long. Number two, I would just go get all of his groceries. Like, I would be the one that would go grab everything, and then he could just mm-hmm. make his food. You'd be his little sous chef. He'd be the chef. Yeah. Okay. And then i also pick up a thing or two from him. I wouldn't care if he yelled at me because no one's around to see it. And I would just, like, take it. I'd be able to yell back, and, like, it would just be – I feel like we'd get a good <laughs> dynamic after. After the first week, we'd get into a bit of a rhythm, and I think it would be a, it'd be a good partnership. I I would love to see that. I think one of my favorite clips from Gordon Ramsay from Hell's Kitchen is when he's talking to one of the contestants. He has slices of bread in both hands, put the slices of bread on uh, on the side of her face, and goes, "What what are we? Or what what are you, what am I? An <laughs> idiot sandwich? Oh my gosh, that was. I would love to see you do that, Kyle. Uh, I mean, maybe I I don't think I'd go that far, but if I learned all of his <laughs> yeah. ways afterwards. I would be uh, worth it. Okay, so that's mine. So if you could have any quarantine partner, Leanne, celebrity, anything like that, who would it be? Matthew McConaughey. Ah. See, I told you, as soon as I said it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, but obvious. But he's so funny. Think about it. We, you would just be laughing the entire time in interviews. Whenever you see him, he's just hilarious. And then, you know, think about how, well, one, he loves football. So that's great. We could be tossing the, the, the ball around in the backyard. There you go. And think about how many celebrities he knows. We, we could be FaceTiming Leonardo DiCaprio together. We could be FaceTiming, you know, anyone, anyone. It's Matthew McConaughey. They're not going to say no to his FaceTime request. You're in it for the perks of the other celebrities you could get a chance to talk to. Well, I mean, and Matthew <laughs> and, McConaughey. And but... Matthew McConaughey. Country 104. You know how on Monday I said I picked up some new puzzles? I got some new puzzles uh, from a, a curbside pickup at Michael's. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did tell me that. So I, I started one of them, and uh, it's proving to be a little bit difficult. But They're not I think easy. That... No, puzzles they take time. Suck. Okay, now, now, <laughs> so, <laughs> are you speaking, are, are you letting out some inner anger about I need to, a, a I puzzle? I needed to get that out this morning. I did. 
So you know how with a puzzle, you normally start with like the edges. You might then, you know, start looking at different colors and group them all together. Well, I have found this, this has to be the most difficult puzzle in the world. Of all time? Of all time. <laughs> Heinz released a ketchup puzzle. It is a, it's about a rectangle. It's about 570 pieces and it's all red. The entire puzzle is one color. It is all ketchup, Heinz ketchup red. 570 pieces. That sounds awful. (laughs) Like there's normally parts on a puzzle where there's like a part, like the puzzle that we're doing right now. It's like Mount, it's it's a city in Italy, but nevertheless, there's like buildings in the middle. You have like your sky area. There's like a mountain with grassy area at the top. And then the bottom is like water. And you can pick out certain areas like, oh, this is light blue. This is water off to the corner. Oh, that's like a lightish pink purple. That's sky in the top right corner. Like you can differentiate between pieces, but it's all red. You're sitting there with one piece just, figuring it out which one goes there and just oh that's that's a nightmare right so i I mean you can do the 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 border easy enough because you can find those pieces with the with the edges yeah but other than that yeah you're right you'd have to be sitting there what piece one by one (laughs) by if 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 quarantine wasn't going to cause insanity, this puzzle would do it for you. Country 104. Kyle, I've been working from home for, I think this is week number, what is this, week number three? Is this week number four? I, I can't remember, uh, honestly. The days are all blurring I together. Think, I think this is week <laughs> four for you, I'm going to go okay. and say. So a, a day or two after I started working from home, I got a message on Facebook from Kim, who is a part of the morning show over at her sister station, 1031 Fresh Radio. Mm. And she said, you know, how's it going? How's working from home? And I said, it's good. You know, I'm getting used to it, getting to the hang of it. She said, give it, give it a week, give it three days, and you'll be working in pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now apparently you can wear pajamas but make it appear like you are not if you happen to be going on any zoom meetings or calls with your coworkers as a product called zoomies designed by a japanese company that are perfect for your zoom calls they are inspired to make it look like the top half of your body is all dressed and professional while the bottom half makes it look like you are in sweats it is a combination of pjs sweatpants and a pullover with a formal shirt and it's just, it's an all-in-one. It's like a jumpsuit, but it's professional for, like, the waist up. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Yeah, halfway through the chest, the the the, the track suit becomes a nice white collared button-up. So if as long as you place your camera correctly, everyone at work, your boss, your coworkers, they're going to think that you're all nice and fancy. But what they don't know is that you're nice and comfy too. I love how like the way they have the, the pictures designed, it shows you the angle to have your computer at so it can only <laughs> see that part of the shirt just in case they catch the bottom and then someone looks and goes, what? What's what's wrong with your shirt over there? Why does it change colors on you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See this? We'll we'll share it over on our uh, Country 104 socials. You can check it out. Let us know if this would work for you if you're working from home right now. And I'm thinking, you know, the, the work from home jammies, jammies, zoomies. I'm also thinking that you know, that there's we should call this kind of like the mullet of working from home. The mullet of Zoom. Country 104. I came to a realization of something that is relatable to both people in the city 
and in the country. Okay. So, uh, when uh, my girlfriend had to get her tires changed, like it was just, it was around that time. So, tire shops have that abil- availability where they're open. So, she went to go drop them off. And she was running a little bit late for the appointment because she was stuck behind a tractor for a lot of the drive. <laughs> so, when she got to the appointment, she was like, I'm so sorry I was late. I was stuck behind a tractor. Immediately, Everyone went, oh, don't worry about it. You're fine. Totally get it. It was the same thing when you come into work or when you used to come into work and you would be a couple minutes late or if you are a couple minutes late and you'd roll in and be like, I'm sorry I was late. I was stuck behind a train. And then as soon as you say, oh, I was stuck behind the London train, everyone totally goes, oh, cool. yeah, it's totally fine. fine. <laughs> but it just, I came to that. I, I figured it out afterwards. I'm like, that is so true. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so funny when you're driving up, you know, north of London, if you're in Lucan or wherever you might be, and you get stuck behind a tractor and you you do the, you're in your car and you do the kind of like, should I do it? Should I not overtake them? Can I do it? Is Am I being a total, you know, pain in the butt for the tractor driver if I overtake them? Oh, that's hilarious. And it just, I, I realized, because it was hey, like, I'm so sorry. Like, we're so sorry we're late. And like, you could tell, like, they're like, all right, yeah, like, come on, come on, come on. It's like, I'm, we're so sorry we got caught behind a tractor. And immediately their mood changed. Oh, 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 never, don't worry about it. Yeah, I thought it was something else. Is tractor? <laughs> totally fine. Don't even, <laughs> don't sweat it. Very understandable. It's the same thing here. If you're like, you walk in and our boss, Brad, would be like, oh, you know, Kyle, why, why are you so late? Brad, I'm so sorry. I was caught behind a train. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. It's totally cool. Country 104. Today, if you didn't know, happens to be National Caesar Day. Yeah. I feel like people are going to get their uh, long weekend started a little early today in honor of that national holiday. But Leanne, that's just not a drink that you are a fan of. Yeah, oh, I so badly want to like Caesars. I've been told that they're a great hangover cure. Whenever you hit a patio on a Sunday or whenever, you see people drinking Caesars left, right, and center with the pickles and the bacon and the beans. But I, I, I don't know what it is. I think it's the clam part. I just, I just can't get behind it. Yeah, I just I I can understand that, and that was that was me for a long time. I guess well, growing up, but um, you know, once I like had a friend make it for me for the first time, I was always under the assumption that I wouldn't like it. And then my sister made one for me one day, and I was like, "What is this majestic <laughs> drink you just poured me? It is amazing." <laughs> but there are other things that I know for a fact that are unconventional to not like and I feel like one of them that you came to discover about me Leanne was the fact that I am not a big fan of salt and vinegar chips yeah I mean what what, what is that <laughs> so, salt and vinegar chips ever since I was a kid those have been my go-to my absolute favorite if I'm in a good mood if I'm in a bad mood if I'm hungry if I'm not hungry I still want salt and vinegar chips it was the best because whenever we had multiple bags of chips in the household growing up my dad was always a huge salt and vinegar chip guy and I mm-hmm. never touched them so I always had like jalapeno or uh, something else that no one else ever touched so it was perfect. So we each had our own bags of chips. Didn't have to worry about someone sneaking in and stealing it because I knew oh. the salt and vinnies were dad's, jalapenos were mine. 
<laughs> you're getting into the spicy ones. I don't, I don't, maybe that's also partially it. Cause you can make Caesar spicy and I don't, I, yeah. I am a total baby when it comes to spice. Oh, the spicier, the better. So, I mean, those are just a couple of unconventional things that we, or we don't like that maybe, uh, most people for the fact like them. I know one thing that I love that I don't know a lot of people who do, and that's olives. I love olives oh. and I, that, that's Ooh. the reaction that I normally get, <laughs> which funny enough, sometimes when you have a Caesar, put olives in it. Country 104. Kyle, you joined me for questions last night. Weaver joined me for questions. And I I, I just opened up my Facebook messages. <laughs> and I, I I got a message after Country 104 Trivia Night last night from a good friend, Aaron. And it's a screenshot of our Instagram live last night. Ah, perfect. It's a screenshot. <laughs> it is a screenshot of when you put your hair to show us how long your hair has grown out you put your hair in a bun on the top of your head you're welcome you're welcome to <laughs> to, to the whole world uh it's 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 funny because i you don't expect it the way i try and like i got a hat on right now it's normally like pulled back a little bit so you can't tell but as soon as like you 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 grab it and you pull it up it's it's a lot longer than you would ever expect it to be so this is uh it's the times we live in right now where, you know, I'm putting scrunchies <laughs> on my head. Hey, so, you know, you just got to try it. You got to see how long the hair is. You got to see what you can do. And and this scrunchie, it's uh, it's not, you know, just a, an elastic band. It's a big scrunchie. Oh, and yeah. it kind of makes you kind of makes you look like a, a little bit like Cindy Lou Who in a way. I, I think you could be maybe a stent double in the next Grinch if I, you kept on uh, kept growing it out. I will take that comparison in stride. <laughs> I will take that as a compliment. <laughs> I'm I'm saying you look like Cindy Lou who not the Grinch, right? That, that's exactly. a good thing, right? That's a good thing. I'll take that in and I'll roll with it. Country 104. With everyone starting to work a lot more from home, you know, you, you, you're sitting there. Sometimes you move from your desk and your couch is right there, 20 feet away. And, you know, sometimes if you've got all your work done and it's like, you know, noon, one o'clock and you're like, I don't really have anything to like to. Maybe you want to take a quick nap. Yeah, I mean, what? Well, I mean, why not? You've got the option. The boss isn't there. Your coworkers aren't there to hold you accountable. Why not just to kick your feet up? You know, you could turn your lunch break into a little bit of a nap, a little bit of a snooze, and be powered up for the rest of the day. I, I personally think it's a great idea. And it's funny because we're not the only two that are talking about or even thinking about it. Apparently, there was a study done that showed that one third of people admitted to napping while working from home, 33%. And it actually went out of its way to break it down of how many people and what percentage of people do it in the United States. The number one state that people admitted to napping on the job, North Dakota at 67%. Two-thirds of the workers are like, yeah, I nap when I work from home. So that means if you're in a group of, if you're working in a pod or whatever your workplace looks like, you know, if you're, if you've got, you know, two friends that are coworkers, there's a good chance you're working while the other two are napping are at that time. Cold. It's funny. Cause the other one that's, that's tied with them in terms of percentage is Alaska and Alaska. I totally get, I understand why you're going to nap all the time. I feel like there's not nearly as much to be done in Alaska. 
I mean, I've never been to Alaska, so I can't speak from experience, but just seeing where it is on the map, I feel, I feel like that's the, the, the number one hobby up there. It's just, just having a little bit of a snooze during the afternoon. Very isolated on its own. And uh, I mean, we want to know too, do you nap while working from home? Have you adapted that lifestyle? Can you go back to it or can you adjust from it when you return to work? Oh, geez. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. When you go back to work, not only are you going to have to put real clothes on and real <laughs> pants on and actually shower, you're also not going to be able to nap. Oh, boy. Going back to work, that's going to be a tough transition. Country Mornings with Kyle and Leanne.